from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It is Wednesday, January 29th. we got a great show in store for you today. Coming up at 7.15, Dr. Tim Mule is going to be on. He's an orthopedic spine surgeon affiliated with the orthopedics in the Quad Cities. Um, he is a member of the Catholic Medical Association. We're going to learn all about the Catholic Medical Association today. What is it? Why is it important? Uh, how many uh, people are a part of this nationwide? It is really something incredible. I'll give you the story and the background of how I even came to learn all about the Catholic Medical Association uh, and the conferences that they put on as well. So Dr. Tim Mule is going to be on coming up at 7.15 today. Bo Bonner coming up uh, here at 7.45. Why is there evil in the world? Why do bad things happen to good people? Uh, we're going to talk to Bo about that today. He's going to try to give us a synopsis. He said, how are we going to do this in one segment? I said, if anyone can do it, you can. We're going to we're gonna try to tackle it. Why is there evil in the world? Why has God allowed that uh, to happen? So Bo Bonner coming up at 745 in the second half hour today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sell will be on. Uh, we'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. The Holy Father had something to say at his Wednesday general audience address this morning that really caught my attention when it came to the Beatitudes. So we'll discuss that uh, this morning as well. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. How are you doing on this uh, Wednesday? I am doing just fine this morning. Last night of the parish mission tonight. I'll bet you're uh, looking forward to that. Uh, big crowds. I mean, you having over what uh, five, six thousand people. What? What? It, it's big in Texas. So, uh, how large was it last night? Well, it was, it was still right around eleven hundred last night. In fact, they said it might even have been a little bit bigger. So uh, it was. It was fun. <laughs> right outside of Dallas, uh, Frisco. Here, I, I did go. I did tour the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh offices front offices yesterday that it's called the star uh you got to pay to do it too it, it's not cheap but it was a lot of fun and i saw mike mccarthy <laughs> the new coach for the dallas cowboys i saw zeke ezekiel elliott there uh i saw other uh, cowboy players that were uh working out in the gym so it was something to see i'll bet they're still uh they're still at the facility they're, they're not at the super bowl this year i thought the cowboys always played in the super bowl yeah, don't don't say that to Jerry Jones, the owner of the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. But no, it was cool. It was really yeah. cool to see it. 
That's great. That's great. Hey, I ran into one of your family members, uh, Mr. Uh, Lowell Long, when we were broadcasting last night over at East High School. He said to tell you hello and uh, uh, welcome back to the Midwest someday. Because I said, yeah, he's on his South uh, South United States tour, Florida and now Texas uh, during the winter months. And he just kind of laughed. That's it. That's it. Get these months in when when they count. So, but no, he he treated us very well. We were. Uh, we had a seat inside a closet up there at East High School uh, broadcasting the game. I, I expect nothing less uh, out of him uh, when we had uh, East High. But, <laughs> but uh, no, it was all fun. It was all good, and they, they, they treated us very well. So I just wanted to let you know. He I'm, listens I, to the show once in a while. He says he doesn't, but my uncle does. I know. Yeah, he, he said that last night. He says, I, I asked uh, – uh, you invited him to tune in one time because, uh, you know, Lowell's non-Catholic, and uh, <laughs> he tuned in. And I think his daughter threw a one-hitter, and we didn't even talk about it. And you told him yeah, to talk about Dallas He'll say that. sports. I mean, yeah, he, he, he says that off station if you want. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I heard it last night. We had a little uh, celebration afterwards, and uh, I, I heard all about it. The memories keep go. falling out of his, uh, his mouth. Yeah. Not all bad. right, John. Well, let's get right to it. We've got a little bit of snow here in Central Iowa. See what you're missing out on this morning? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I can't be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> right now from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, uh, currently fog and some light snow has moved in. Some of that has that freezing fog with it if it's uh, not snowing already. 19 degrees is our temperature, a southeast wind at 6 miles per hour. And today, that light snow will continue this morning. Cloudy skies the rest of the day. Again, we're not going to see the sun till probably the weekend, it looks like. A high today of 28 degrees with light winds. And give yourself plenty of time and plenty of distance between uh, uh, as you travel to work or school today because uh, uh, it's starting to get slick out there. Tonight, cloudy skies, overnight low of 20 degrees. Fall will once again set in. And then tomorrow, cloudy skies, a high of 31 degrees for your Thursday. Friday, more of the same. Light snow back in the forecast, high of 34 degrees. A weekend, huh, that's what we're waiting for. Highs in the mid to upper 30s and uh, partly cloudy skies and dry. That's what we've been waiting for uh, this weekend. Reminder, Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, and it's also Groundhog Day. So uh, a lot of things coming up here uh, in the future. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning, uh, a bill to limit the kinds of flags flown over public schools and government buildings in Iowa is moving forward in the Iowa State Legislature. Uh, if the bill becomes law, only the United States, state of Iowa, and prisoner of war flags would be allowed to fly over Iowa schools, cities, county, and state buildings. Now, state universities are seeking exceptions in the bill to allow conference flags, notably the Big Ten and Big 12 flags, to be flown. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, high school girls basketball right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. As we mentioned, we were at the East High Gymnasium, and second-ranked Dallin girls defeated Des Moines East 84-27 to improve their record to 14-2. and And we have a highlight clip from last night's girls basketball game. Brianna to McVeigh for three. Good! Ella McVeigh with a Tamiya and Sons three-pointer. That's her fifth point, her 12th of the year, and it's 17-4 to Dowling by 13 over East. Dowling was, had a 13-player score in the uh, game last night, led by Caitlin Clark's 22 points. Lexi Bowles off the bench with 10 points. Again, Dowling's record now 14-2 as they defeated East last night, 84-27. Last night, women's college basketball uh, down in Waco, Texas. Number two Baylor uh, rolled over Iowa State, 83-62. The Cyclones now 12-7 in women's play. Tonight, it's men's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference and the Big 12. Drake is on the road tonight at Indiana State, while Missouri 
Missouri State is at Northern Iowa in Missouri Valley Conference play. Both those tip off at uh, 6 o'clock tonight. In the Big 12, number one Baylor comes to Ames and takes on Iowa State. They'll tip off at 8 p.m. and it'll be televised nationally on ESPNU. Today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar has high school girls and boys bowling, Ankeny and Dowling at Val Lanes this afternoon at 2.30. Our next high school basketball broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio will be this Friday night. We'll have the doubleheader at Ankeny Centennial. Dowling and Ankeny Centennial pregame at 6 o'clock. So join us for both games this Friday night. Dowling at Ankeny Centennial here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have fog. Light snow has moved in, so be careful out there as you drive. Give yourself plenty of distance. 19 degrees right now. This light, light snow will end this morning. Cloudy skies this afternoon, a high of 28 degrees. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show. And coming up, Jimmy Olson has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Already starting to see a slow start to the morning. 15 minutes you're heading from the West Mixer into downtown. Nine minutes as you're heading over from the East Mixer to downtown. There is an accident that to be aware of. Second Avenue at Madison Avenue, so use caution there. Also, uh, East University at uh, East 21st Street, also an accident uh, to be aware of. And then we've got uh, a lot of slippery roadways as you're making that drive into work this morning. So again, just use a little extra caution. Take things a little slow, as Mark was saying, as you make that drive into work. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Have you got your tickets to the men's conference yet, friends? If you do not have your tickets to the men's conference, uh, what are you waiting for? We have, it's a record. It's a record so far uh, of sales, and we're not even in the month of the men's conference yet. February 22nd is going to be when it is. Now, we are doing this just a half uh, a half day. It's going to be from 9 to noon. We've got Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell that's going to be coming by and uh, giving a talk right at 9 o'clock, and I, I am so excited for that. I, I have a sneaky suspicion that's one of the reasons why we have a lot of tickets already sold, but uh, this thing is going to sell out. I mean, I, I, I was you know wondering, I was kind of wavering, is this going to sell out? Is it not? It, it is definitely now uh, going to sell out, so you're going to want to get your tickets at iowacatholicmensconference.com. 7.30 is going to be mass with Bishop Johnson. Uh, 8 to 9 is going to be registration. We've got some light refreshments there for you, so you can get some fruit, uh, have a donut maybe if you would like, get some coffee in you, uh, some orange juice, and then at 9 o'clock we are going to be starting. You know, our, our, our lead in this, um, one of the guys who's really kind of taken the reins of men's ministry in the Diocese of Des Moines, you know him, he's a, a popular guest on this show, is uh, Joe Stopulus. And uh, Joe, uh, he didn't really have a choice in this. I, I, I came to him about a year ago. He jokes about it, but I came to him and told him uh, what he was going to do because I, I see it in him. You know, he is so passionate about men's ministry. Um, he went up to the men's conference in Milwaukee 
and was really inspired. Now, if you've never heard of the men's conference in Milwaukee, uh, I, I think it's the biggest in the country. They, they get over easily 3,000 men. Uh, that is a large men's conference. I, I have been to some of the bigger ones in, in uh, the United States to speak. Austin, uh, Oklahoma City has got about 1,200 guys. Austin had about 1,200 since I was there. I'm going to Buffalo uh, this spring. They, they get uh, about over 1,000 a, a guys there. Uh, and uh, in the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend, I'm going to be going back there next year, uh, 2021, and, and they get about 1,200 guys there as well. 1,200 kind of seems to be the hot spot for um, you know bigger men's uh, conferences. They get Milwaukee over 3,000. So uh, to say that they're kind of in a league of their own, uh, yeah, is, is, is accurate. Uh, we are really trying to model ourselves after them. Because we want to get 3,000 guys in the Diocese of Des Moines. And no, if you think, well, I mean, you know, John, per capita, you know, uh, Des Moines is not as big as others. Look, there are 3,000 men worshiping in our parishes. Way over 3,000 men worshiping in our parishes in the Diocese of Des Moines every week. To say that these guys can't come to a men's conference, no, I don't believe it. We don't buy it. We want to get this thing as big as possible. And not, not for numbers sake. Because we want to plug guys in, into their parishes, into the great work and the men's movements and, and, and ministries that they are happening, that, that are happening in their dioceses right now. Excuse me, in their, in their parishes right now. And there are a lot of good men's ministries in parishes that we want to plug people into. We also want to create, if you will, a movement of, of Catholic men to rise up again. In our diocese, and we know we know this can happen. It's going to take some time. There's no question about it. But uh, February 22nd, that's the start. That's the start of this, and we want you to get on board with us if you can. Mass is going to be at 7:30, as we said, eight to nine registration, nine o'clock to noon. So it's just a half day uh, conference. And uh, as we said, Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell is going to be. Uh, our featured speaker, Joe Stopulus, is going to be one of the speakers as well. So he's going to speak, and I'm going to be emceeing this thing. And uh, we're going to have some fun. I'll tell you what. So go to iowacatholicmensconference.com. Ladies, if you are listening, if your husband is, you know, he's kind of engaged in the faith or maybe not even that engaged, he goes to Mass because y- you want it to be a priority in his life, buy him a ticket. Buy him a ticket yesterday. Uh, get him there. I'm telling you, uh, you know, we we will light a fire in your man. I promise you. That's what that's the entire purpose of this conference. Uh, it is not just to be a conference where they go, come home, and it's over. This is to start a a movement. It is to start and inspire men to grow closer to God and their faith in Jesus Christ, to become more like Him in their marriages, in their families as they raise their kid. Kids as grandfathers is become an altar Christus, another Christ. That's what men's ministry is supposed to be all about. February 22nd, 9 to noon, Mass at 730. Be there. IowaCatholicMensConference.com.
Uh, when we come back, Father Tim, or excuse me, Father, uh, Dr. Tim Moulet is going to be on. He's an orthopedic spine surgeon uh, affiliated with ORA, Orthopedics in the Quad Cities. He's a member of the Catholic Medical Association nationwide and serves on the board of the Catholic Medical Association, Healthcare Policy Committee, and the Regional State Director Committee. Uh, Dr. Tim Moulet is going to be on to talk all about what the Catholic Medical Association is all about. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Wednesday, January 29th. Thanks for being a part of the show. Big thanks to Golden Rule, phc.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Customer satisfaction, it always comes first. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, for nearly 20 years, Golden Rule. One of the things that I think is pretty cool about them that I I didn't know when they first came on board is that their technicians are trained in their in-home training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee, and they're everywhere. You see them on the road all over the place. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Looking for a family doctor? Vitae Family Cares physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages. Vitae is Latin for life, and as a pro-life physician, Dr. McKernan is certified in NAPRO technology. Located at 50th and I-235 in West Des Moines, VitaeFamilyCare.com. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. We are to devote ourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Iowa Catholic Radio is thankful for your prayerful and financial support. Hi, this is Tony Calumet, Executive Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank you for supporting our ministry, connecting people with Christ. I also want to ask if you would support Iowa Catholic Radio with a $30 a month gift. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, through the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or at 515-223-1150. Thank you. Thanks to Blessman International for underwriting the show. 
You know, they came aboard here at Iowa Catholic Radio, I think, just over a year now. They operate vegetable farming, chicken farming, fish farming initiatives to provide sustainable sources of food for children uh, that they serve there in Limpopo, Africa, South Africa. And, and they're just doing incredible work to feed hungry children, to feed families, to help families in, in many different capacities. Dr. Jim uh, Blessman has really, uh, he, look, he said, God's given me this and I'm going to give them that. That's really what he's done. He said, I'm going to uh, you know, give people what God has given me. And uh, that is a life. And that's what he wants to dedicate and help people achieve, to have a life there in South Africa. BlessmanInternational.org. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to our next guest of the day. Uh, he is, and this is, I, I just learned about this um, probably about, a couple months ago, and, and I said, we got to get someone on as a guest. He's an orthopedic spine surgeon affiliated with orthopedics in the Quad Cities, a member of the Catholic Medical Association, surging, serving uh, on the CMA Board of Directors. Dr. Tim Millay joins me. Hi, doctor. Good morning, John. Good morning. Well, good morning to you. The Catholic Medical Association, like I said, I just learned about this. Uh, what is it? Yeah, I've... Uh, it- about 10 years ago, I stumbled into the, a CMA meeting uh, while I was visiting grandchildren in the Twin Cities, and uh, I look around this room of 600 people, and uh, my first thought was, where have you been? You know, th- this is a remarkable organization. It's been around the better part, in, to some degree, for more than about 100 years or so, since the early 1900s, um, very, very active in the 50s and 60s, but then, as we're all aware, as the culture changed, uh, the CMA took a real hit into the 70s, 80s, and really up until about the new uh, uh, till, uh, Y2K. Since then, the growth in the CMA has been 15 20% per year. Mm. And most of that is a response to the culture. Um, and also, I think in a way, it is a new evangelization type of uh, moment as well. We see physicians now and other healthcare professionals. The CMA is not just physician only. Um, we, see, we see that we're, we're we have to fight the same battles from a medical standpoint that the secular community has to fight as well. So the essence of the CMA is taking the the ethics and the principles of the Catholic faith and not only following them but proposing them to support them to encourage and. If there's a little ray of hope I can, I can give to, to your listeners, the biggest growth in the CMA over the past several years has been medical students and residents. We've got young people, just like when you see it at the March for Life, young people in the, in the uh, crowd. You go to NCYC, uh, 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 events like that. The young people are the energy that we're getting, and, and God bless them because they're going to be the future of what we do, just like in our in our family lives. So it is a really exciting time to be involved with this organization. And in the state of Iowa, we're just picking up a head of steam now um, here in the Quad Cities area. We have a very active guild. Des Moines has what we call a guild. It would be like a Knights of Columbus chapter in a parish, but in different metropolitan areas. So we're trying to form a network of physicians and healthcare professionals around the state of Iowa so we can all kind of join together and be a, a, a real voice for the faith. How many uh, states are represented in the Catholic Medical Association? All 50 of them. There are 
50. We just awesome. added on a, uh, uh, a Puerto Rico uh, group. Uh, we also have a separate um, uh, guild, so to speak, for military, for active military. So you could be anywhere in the world and be a member of, uh, of the military guild wherever you're stationed. So every state has uh, at least, even the smaller states, I think Wyoming at one time we had one CMA member. I think we have tripled that now. So and in the larger states, obviously, it's all population-based. It is not as large as it needs to be. It is not as large as we want it to be. Uh, we all know that there are many people that are Catholic but um, are not, perhaps like me, 10 years ago, really was not aware of the organization. But I just happened to become aware on the upswing. And it is a very, very, an increasingly powerful and increasingly effective uh, organization as far as getting the word out, the public relations of the Catholic faith in regards to health care. And I'm, I'm assuming this is just for Catholic medical doctors, correct? It, well, it is, there is no restriction on membership. We have uh, in the CMA nationally as well as locally here, at our guild meetings, our monthly meetings, we have attorneys, we have realtors, we have retirees, people that don't have a medical background at all, because they're hungry for that. They want to understand why is euthanasia a bad thing? You know, why is end of our end of life issues, abortion issues? We've had talks by one of our, our priests in the diocese here just about Thomas Aquinas. We've had priests about moral philosophy talk about moral philosophy, moral theology. So it, it is really impressive the, the variety of people that are involved. And in a, at a national level, we have Protestants that are members as well because they follow, they, they believe in the directives, in the principles of Catholic faith in regards to health care. The epidemic of euthanasia, it's not going away. Uh, in fact, it's only growing in, in many different states. Uh, wh- how is it that the Catholic Medical Association sees that, and what is it that the Catholic Medical Association is going to try to do about it? Right. There is, that is one of our priorities uh, on, a, on a national level and a state-by-state level. We, the CMA has really emphasized the state-based um, approach to this because, just like we saw with uh, you know, uh, attempts in different states, for example, in Oregon, kind of the, the, the origin of state-based physician-assisted suicide and euthanasia, it, we have to mobilize on a statewide basis. Nationally, these, these decisions are going to made, be made legislatively at the state level. And so we have to have each state ready to go. And for the, the Iowa Catholic Conference, trying to get ahead of these type of issues, they've done a wonderful job. We've developed an increasing relationship with them, with the bishops in the conference, to try to stay ahead of this with the legislators as well. A big focus of the CMA is the public awareness. You know, we're, we're releasing more and more white papers, public statements, trying to get the word out, and, and the media access is increasing on a, on a steady basis. So we're becoming more visible, more vocal, and, and the more membership we have, the more people we have involved, the more powerful that voice is going to become. You know, we, we need community, and especially, I think, in the medical field. Um, you know, it, it can be in any profession, but it can seem sometimes like you're, you're kind of on, on an island when it comes to your faith. 
Um, it, this is something that really can unite, and I've seen that. I, I've I've read about you. I, I see the the you know what what you guys are doing, and especially the growth and the impact that you're having in the medical world is really just next to none. And and as you said, it's smaller than what it needs to be. Now there's a lot represented. I I was surprised when I saw how many people are part of this, but I I could you know name off right now five or six doctors. Uh, right now, Catholic doctors that that need to join. How do you do it? Oh, that's it. That's uh, that is the big drive that that I, I really want to accomplish as, as state director for the CMA in Iowa. Um, trying to not just encourage doctors to join, but to become more and more involved. Now, our biggest uh, difficulty, the biggest obstacle, is they're busy. I mean, they are very very focused. And um, that's and, and God bless them. Their, their their focus is on what they are here to do is to take care of people. But having their input, having their involvement is critical. What we have found is I can talk to doctors, I can contact doctors, and find it's just another phone call, another face to face, another email, whatever. We have found that patients are our best recruiters. So I would encourage anybody listening that if you have a doctor who is a Catholic and you think they should be involved, I would totally agree with you, um, encourage them. We've had doctors join the CMA simply because their patients encouraged them to do that. Said, well, I really want to know that you are all in. You're going to treat me and my family in a way that is cohesive and coherent with my faith. And uh, so the, the the shameless plug here is it's, uh, Iowa CMA Gmail at Gmail dot com. That's the CMA's uh, email address that I that I monitor for here. It's I all lowercase Iowa CMA at Gmail dot com. So if there are any mm-hmm. any healthcare professionals out there, I'd love to hear from them. If patients want to drop a name in my email box that I can contact the doctor or someone else in healthcare, please do. It is uh, it, it is not going to become a message until it's told. And uh, I would appreciate any help that we can do to help make that happen. We get a lot of listeners right here in the great state of Iowa, of course, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. But in addition to that, I know we have listeners outside of it, so uh, this is not lost on you, friends. I want you to look up the Catholic Medical Association. If you are a physician or you know physicians, send them the link uh, to it. I- I'm going to be doing that after the show today. I think this is something that uh, really can transform uh, the medical community in our Catholic faith. We have something to say on this. In fact, we- we've had something to say for um, uh, many different years decades uh, the catholic roots in uh, medicine is really uh, next to none so dr tim malay thank you for coming on man thank you for promoting this and uh, we'll be in touch i'll have you on again very good thank you john it's been my privilege all right that's dr tim malay everyone of the catholic medical association good stuff this morning if you are a physician look it up get after it today again we need community and especially physicians out there people in the medical field uh good stuff this morning bo bonner coming up in the second half hour i'm gonna try to leave him as much time as possible because we're gonna talk about a big 
topic. We're going to talk about evil, the problem of evil, which really is, I would say, probably the biggest issue many people have with faith in general. Uh, I think this is one of the biggest issues, the problem of evil, or the biggest arguments that people have when they leave the faith and against the faith. We're going to talk to Bo all about it coming up at about 745 today. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show. And I want to thank Dean Bell for underwriting the show, a dear friend of mine, known him now for over about three years. Uh, residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs, and oh yes, doing it in the cold, in the snow as well. Incredible guy, and a man of faith, 30 years in business, 963-4494, that's residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs, 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On another occasion, Jesus began to teach by the sea. A very large crowd gathered around him, so that he got into a boat on the sea and sat down. And the whole crowd was beside the sea on land. And he taught them at length in parables. And in the course of his instruction, he said to them, Hear this, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep, and when the sun rose it was scorched and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it produced no grain. And some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit. It came up and grew and yielded thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. He added, Whoever has ears to hear ought to hear. And when he was alone, those present along with the twelve questioned him about the parables. He answered them, The mystery of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to those outside everything comes in parables, so that they may look and see but not perceive, and hear and listen but not understand, in order that they may not be converted and be forgiven. Jesus said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand any of the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear, Satan comes at once and takes away the word sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground who, when they hear the word, receive it at once with joy. But they have no roots. They last only for a time. Then when tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The, those sown among thorns are another sort. They are the people who hear the word, but worldly anxiety, the lure of riches, and the craving for other things intrude and choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But those sown on rich soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it, and bear fruit thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus uses this parable to help the hearers understand the reality of people's varying reception of the gospel. It's not as simple as some accepting it and the others rejecting it. There are many ways by which it's accepted or rejected, and even the consequences thereof. Notice that regardless of how someone receives or doesn't receive the gospel, it's always the same good news about God's love for us.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. At Golden Rule, you already know we obey the rules to live by. That's why we provide state-of-the-art training for all of our employees. From customer service to routine maintenance and new equipment, you can always count on Golden Rule. And by taking care of our family, we can take better care of yours. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it online at goldenrulephc.com. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thanks for joining me today, friends. Your saint quote of the day comes from St. Francis Xavier Cabrini. I will go anywhere and do anything in order to communicate the love of Jesus to those who do not know him or have forgotten him. You know, I put this out in my devotional this morning that I send out. Um, You are a missionary. You are a missionary for Jesus Christ. And I said it this morning, in your home, office, school, grocery store, coffee shop, gym, car, baseball stadium, whatever waiting room you happen to be in, you are a missionary for Jesus Christ. That is who we are in today's world. You don't have to travel halfway around the world today to become a missionary. You get to be one now in your own backyard. We see the numbers. We see them declining here in the United States. They're rising in other places, no doubt. But right here, we need missionaries. It's all about the new evangelization. To reclaim the church, truth, goodness, hope. In a world, in our world, society, that is lost it. You are a missionary for Jesus Christ. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day for Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. Amen. Hey, we're going to have Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour here, about 7.45, to talk about the problem of evil and the argument against it. Why do bad things happen? Why do bad things happen to good people? We're going to have Bo Bonner coming up to help us uh, rationalize and go through it. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this uh, segment more than any that he's done, I think, ever on the show. So Bo will have something to say. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. You've got your men, uh, your conference to the, uh, excuse me, ticket to the men's conference yet? Yes or no? Uh, no, I have not. I, I've gotten, I think, mm. two, maybe three people are going to go with me. So I got to talk to uh, Brian okay. uh, at the station and uh, get that all arranged. But I am planning on going and bringing more. Now these aren't all Hawkeye fans, John, like me. They're, these might be Cyclone Good. fans that are coming to uh, hear you and Joe Stopulus as a guest speaker, and I'll let you 
you know, spill the beans on that, as you've already said. But well, you said the key word right there. You said you're going to be bringing people, and that, that's what we need men to do on February 22nd. We need men to bring people to this. And I, like I said, it's, it's a big draw. Uh, you know, uh, Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell, uh, he's a big name. But more than anything, this is going to be a great time of fellowship uh, and for guys to really connect into their faith, I think, in a, in, in a new way. Right here in Des Moines, we're launching nope. something big. So uh, I'm glad you're bringing people. No, nope, no question. Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I, I'm, I, you didn't ask me to recruit anybody. I'd be glad to do a few more if I can. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of put Good. putting the word out. Uh, I, I couldn't convince uh, your. I don't know about your uh, your uncle. I don't, I, Mr. Long. I you'll have to work <laughs> on him. He he only responds to part of the Italian heritage, and I think that's the part that uh, his uh, you know he married into. I think I, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you saw him last night. I'm sorry for that, but I'm oh, sure yeah. he's listening right oh, yeah. now, and and uh, I'm sure he gave me an earful. That's my uncle. <laughs> he's uh, probably in his classroom over at East High, uh, just uh, you know, making his morning breakfast as he normally does. As I, I've I've grown to learn, but uh, <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it, John. Bishop Johnson will uh, Bishop Johnson, excuse me, will have the uh, um, mass, and it's at seven thirty. I saw on some. Uh, flyer that it was at 7 seven thirty mass at the embassy suites that morning before the conference if folks want to attend indeed seven thirty mass eight to nine registration nine o'clock we launch man get your tickets today all right looking forward to it let's get right to it this morning right now from the mercy one studio here in des moines uh, and our weather's prepared by who tv channel 13 meteorologist megan selwa currently in des moines fog and light snow there is some freezing fog around so uh, driving, as you're going to hear from Jimmy coming up, uh, a little bit uh, slick conditions out there, so give yourself plenty of time. Uh, right now, 19 degrees in the morning with a southeast wind at 6 miles per hour. And today, that light snow uh, should end this morning, and then cloudy skies the rest of the day, a high of 28 degrees here in central Iowa with light winds throughout the day. Tonight, cloudy and uh, fog setting in, an overnight low of 20 degrees. And tomorrow, cloudy skies, a high of 31 degrees. For your Thursday, Friday, light snow back in the forecast, a high of 34 degrees. The weekend looking pretty good. Partly cloudy highs in the mid to upper 30s on Saturday and Sunday. Reminder, Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, and it's also Groundhog Day. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning, a bill to limit the kinds of flags flown over public schools and government buildings in Iowa is moving forward in the Iowa State Legislature. If the bill becomes law, only the United States, State of Iowa, and prisoner of war flags would be allowed to fly over Iowa schools, city, county, and state buildings. Now, state universities are seeking exceptions to the bill uh, to allow conference flags, notably the uh, Big Ten and Big 12 flags, to be flown. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, high school girls basketball right here on Iowa Catholic Radio is number two Dowling defeated Des Moines East 84-27 at the East Gym. And we have a highlight clip from last night's game. Three-pointer on the way. Good for the Maroons. And that is Meg Simplot with the To Me and Sons three-pointer. She's got two of those tonight. Eight points for Simplot. And Meg gives Dowling a 67-17 lead. A 50-point Dowling lead, their largest of the night. And uh, the Maroons went on to win 84-27 over Des Moines East. Dowling's record now 14-2 and in girls' play. They're ranked number two as 13 players scored for Dowling last night, led by Caitlin Clark's 22 points and Lexi Bowles' 10 points. Uh, last night, women's college basketball in the Big 12. Number two, Baylor defeated Iowa State 83-62. The Iowa State women fall to 12-7 and on the season. Tonight, it's men's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference and Big 12 play. Drake and Northern Iowa will be in action tonight. Northern Iowa hosting Missouri State. 
at 6 o'clock in Cedar Falls, while the Drake Bulldogs on the road at Indiana State, and they'll tip off at 6 o'clock in Terre Haute. Big 12 basketball tonight, and you can watch it on ESPNU. Number one Baylor at Iowa State. Uh, they'll tip off at 8 o'clock. They have the late game. That'll be nationally televised. Iowa State men, 9-10, and 10, their record on the season. Today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar has high school girls and boys bowling, Ankeny and Dowling, and that match will be at Val Lanes in West Des Moines beginning at 2.30 this afternoon. And our next high school basketball broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio is this Friday night, Dowling at Ankeny Centennial. Pre-game gets underway at 6 o'clock. We'll have both games for you, Dowling at Ankeny Centennial. From the Centennial Gym, join us this Friday right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studio in Des Moines, fog and light snow, and some of that fog is freezing fog. 19 degrees is our temperature with the southeast wind at 6 miles per hour. And today that light snow will be ending this morning. Cloudy skies the rest of the day. A high of 28 degrees for central Iowa. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Wednesday morning, John Leonetti show. And coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still running slow, running about 23 minutes as you're heading in from the West Mixer to downtown on 235. 15 minutes as you uh, make your way in from uh, the East Mixer to downtown. Also an accident. Highway 65 northbound at uh, I-80, so that's going to create some issues there as well. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, he's the Amelia Bedelia of our communion of saints. Servant of God, Brother Uniper today. He joined the Franciscans in 1210 and was a treasured companion of St. Francis of Assisi. He was considered quite holy and helpful. He consoled St. Clair on her deathbed. But he was also a bit of a character. Once Uniper was taking care of a sick man who had a craving to eat pig's feet. Get this. This helpful friar went to a nearby field. He captured a pig and cut off one foot, and then he served this meal to the sick and dying man. The owner of the pig was furious and immediately went to Uniper's superior. When Uniper saw his mistake, he he apologized profusely. He asked for forgiveness. He also ended up talking this angry man into donating the rest of the pig to the friars. He was generous and simple, and St. Francis of Assisi once said of him, Would to God, my brothers, I had a whole forest of such unipers. We ask today, servant of God, brother Uniper, to pray for us. Amen. A big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day, experienced in wills and estate planning. I get it. It's easy to put that stuff off, but you don't want to because you're talking about the protection of your family. 224-1776. That is 515-224-1776. Right after this, Bo Bonner coming up. He's going to be talking about the problem of evil. This is probably one of the biggest arguments against Christianity today. Why does God allow bad things to happen? Why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? 
Bo Bonner is going to try to be able to help us in that. In just one segment, he said, there's no way we can do it in one segment. I said, you do your best. Bo's going to tackle it when we come back. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Big thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. They're passionate about making the outside of a home beautiful, manageable for many years to come. Now, right now, right now on this January 29th, it is officially tree and shrub pruning season. What does that mean? It means that between Thanksgiving and St. Valentine's Day, it's time to prune small trees and shrubs because shaping small trees now prevents large corrective pruning later, which is expensive. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That is fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, January 29th. I'm Kelly Musher Collins. Catholic Charities is looking for groups of three to five people to help newly arrived refugees feel at home in our community. These groups commit about four hours per month helping our newcomers navigate the school system, learn how to use money, laws, language, and more. If interested, call Catholic Charities at 237-5027 and ask for Holly. That's 237-5027. The St. Joseph Educational Center is offering a certificate in theology and ministry through Creighton University. The courses are online and the program will begin this spring. To learn more, visit sjeciowa.org. Do you know of someone in your community living a life of extraordinary faith? Tell us more. We want your story ideas, which may be featured in an upcoming issue of The Catholic Mirror. Email me at kcollins at dmdiocese.org with your ideas. That's k-c-o-l-l-i-n-s at dmdiocese.org. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Ladies, join us for the first Mosaic Luncheon of the Year on Thursday, February 13th at St. Teresa's Church. Our featured speaker is Chris Magruder, founder of The Veil Removed, a short film about what happens at Mass that we cannot see. She will talk about the miracles surrounding this project and the many graces that continue to be received. Doors open at 1130 and lunch is from 12 to 1. Sign up now at iowacatholicradio.com or call 223-1150. Looking for a family doctor? Vitae Family Cares physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages. Vitae is Latin for life, and as a pro-life physician, Dr. McKernan is certified in NAPRO technology. Located at 50th and I-235 in West Des Moines, vitaefamilycare.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father Fabian Moncada. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air connecting people to Christ. The Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 17th. Let's get after it this morning, friends. Be holy. Or die trying to help inspire that Bo Bonner. Hey, Bo. No, good morning, John. That's uh, quite a, a task uh, to throw out of the gate. But we'll see what we can do. <laughs> Get holy or die trying, man. I, uh, I know we don't have a ton of time, but we've got a little bit of time here for us to tackle. I think one of the biggest arguments against Christianity in today's world, and that is the problem of evil. 
Why do bad things happen? Well, I think that you have to have two ways to, to talk about this. The first one, when it comes to the problem of evil in general, um, is that only we living in a society like we do now can ask it in a sort of uh, unencumbered way where it's sort of an abstraction. We live where, you know, right now we're indoors and it's heated and, like, if my, you know, tummy aches, I take Tums. If I hurt, I can get Advil. This idea that you can stop to consider, like, why is there any pain or suffering at all, um, funny enough, comes from a group of people most intently uh, that have some of the least amount of pain and suffering that they deal with on a daily basis. Mm. Uh, because the question you start to realize is, if you look back through time where there's so much more pain and suffering, is people kind of went, well, pain and suffering's inevitable, so what are you going to do with it? So the, the question of evil to begin with is, uh, not can we have a world without evil, because it seems like there's evils all around. The question is, what do you do with the fact that there's evil? So for most people throughout human history, Christianity uh, is a sterling uh, out, outlier because it says that evil and pain is not just simply worthless, right? That it's redeemable, that there's something to do about it, that God himself became man to suffer with us. Uh, that That is unique, this idea um, that suffering is not something simply to be jettisoned and to get rid of, that there's a way it can be redeemed. Now, when you then get to be philosophical about it, and you ask, why is there evil at all? That starts to be where things get, of course, a lot more difficult. Um, what seems to be to be interesting is how the comforts of the modern world allow us all to be sort of amateur philosophers in this way, um, but the first answer out of the gate, John, that we have to say is evil can't have too much of an explanation uh, because then that would mean that it's somehow necessary. And the first thing that some people want wanting to do to talk about evil will make it sound like God has to have evil in the world to work or the world can't work at all. But then that's not Christianity. That's uh, Manichaeism. There's all these sorts of names about it. But that would make evil on the same footing as good, as if they were two equal things. And so we can't explain evil by saying, like, oh, well, it's part of the architecture of the universe, like, uh, you know, one plus one equals two or something like this, which is where we get into what I think a lot of people get confused about, as we say that evil itself doesn't have its own existence. It's a description, uh, what the philosophers call a privation. It's a, it's a, it's a lack of something. And this can sound silly until you realize that light, for instance, um, darkness is not a positive thing. Darkness is just the absence of light. And so when you talk about darkness, we seem sometimes to act like dark and light in the physical world are two equal stuff. There's a room, and you can fill it with light or you can fill it with darkness. <laughs> but in all actuality, the room either has light or it lacks light, and darkness is the description of that. And so evil is not a force or a thing or a stuff equal to good. Evil is a description of the lack of good. So even when we're going to get all philosophical about it, John, what we have to be specific to people is the reason why evil is hard to account for is because it's not a positive thing at all. It's a lack of something. It's the lack of the good, which comes finally, I think, to the, the real quick answer, then we'll hear whatever we want to try to clarify, is that evil exists not as a sort of positive thing or mechanism. It's not necessary for God's actions. But the ability to lack good is. The ability to 
allow for us to not be maximally good seems to be part and parcel of the world we live in. That there's the, the, the ability to have freedom, that's a very loaded word, but we don't have loads of time, but this idea that we can act in the moral world seems to necessitate or at least be fitting that it's possible for us to lack good in the superlative or maximal way. You don't have humans and you don't have angels either unless you have that ability. So it's heady stuff, John, but the first thing I want to say is we have to realize that for most humans throughout history, the question of evil is not why is there evil, but what to do about it. Christianity gives mm. us an, exa- an answer. And then the second thing is to say we can't, re- the reason that there can't be too much explanation of evil is because it would make evil something it's not, which is a positive existing thing rather than the description of the lack of good. You ate up that time more than I'm going to eat up a bowl of pasta today, man. You just took that down. Uh, And and I I think that's a great great segment. Friends, if you need to hear that again, uh, go to iowacatholicradio.com. All of these, all of my shows are uh, podcasted out. You can also listen to it tonight at 7 o'clock. Bo Bonner, what do you got coming up on your show today? Uh, We have Julie Weldon, who's going to come on and talk about Thomas Aquinas. His feast day was yesterday. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, the medical field and things like that. So we're looking forward to it. Uncommon good coming up this morning at 10, uh, excuse me, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Nine and then 10 o'clock in the evening. You can also podcast that out as well. Bo Bonner. Talk to you soon, brother. God bless John. All right, folks, that puts this show in the books. Thank you so much for joining me today here on this Wednesday, January 29th. We'll be on again tomorrow. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us and to bring us to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry Living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.